guarantee you could miss your next move. So I want you to go ahead and grab a pen and a pad as always. We're gonna dive into the topic right after the intro. Welcome, welcome to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. I am your host, Tiana K. Blyden. I'm a wife, mom of four, entrepreneur, and servant of the Most High God. I believe that you were created to disciple others, enjoy your family, and walk in your purpose with grace and balance. Together, we will cover all things Bible, marriage, motherhood, money, and ministry. I see you, sis. God sees you. It's time to be you. Let's do it together on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. And usually you're used to seeing me here by myself, but today I am bringing my handsome husband. Special guest. A special guest today um, because this is the first episode of the new year of 2024. And I wanted to bring him on here so we can talk about embracing change, embracing change. Um, because that is something that we have had to do <laughs> literally over the last few months or so. Um, I don't know what your 2023 was like, but ours was a very challenging year um, as a couple, as a family, um, as a businesswoman. It was a challenge for me. It was a lot of pivoting, a lot of really seeing what's going on and not ignoring it and also adjusting to bring the change about. And so um, I th thought it was really fitting. You guys always hear me talk about what I'm doing in my life and how things are happening, but I am married. And so when you're married and God is shifting things, he's not just shifting the one person, he is shifting the family. And so, um, what do you how how have you felt about you know coming into this new year and all of the changes that we have had to endure, all the adjustments that we've had to make even in twenty twenty three to get to this point? I feel that the change change is important, right? Yeah. I think that uh, when you get in a state of I guess just a flow a flow state, sometimes you get complacent mm -hmm. uh, and the complacency also stunts your growth. Yeah. So I think that change is important because as people, we should be, you know, continuing to progress, continuing to take it another level, right? We made it one level, not just being satisfied where we are, but continuing to grow, continuing to change, continuing to evolve. Yeah. Because with, if you look at how you are, how you were five years, ten years ago, versus who you are now. Yeah. You know, that the now should not be the same as ten years ago. You should continue to evolve, continue to mature, continue to learn, continue to grow. Uh, so with that, it does come change, and with change, it is 
can be intimidating, can be scary, but the key thing is to embrace it. And sometimes with change, it, it does come abrupt. Mm -hmm. uh, it shakes things around, uh, moves things around. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, that's when you really have to stay firm in your faith and uh, make sure that you, you stay in front of the Lord and yeah. make sure that you pray, stay prayed up constantly seek for that direction and make sure that in that in that stage of life that you're heading in the right direction you're heading in the right path and you're trusting in him you know um i was just thinking about um, a podcast that i recorded maybe last week or the week before that when i was talking about god being your gps um in this book that i'm reading right now um, it talks about like the shaking like there's no growth without the shaking and the shaking is like change usually happens at the time where you're most uncomfortable, where um, you want things to be the way that they used to be and be smooth sailing and simple. But in order to grow at all, to, to be used by God, you have to embrace change. Now, even think about like Abraham and Esther and Ruth and, you know, every Moses, David, everybody that the Bible used. Um, they had to move away from what was familiar and they had to embrace change. And that is how they grew into the men and women that God could use. So, you know, we're no different. We have to embrace change and we also have to be willing to move environments. I don't think anybody that God used was used the way that they needed to do. Even Jesus, they did not stay in the same environment. They had to move in order to see a different version of themselves come alive. And even for me in business, like the clientele has shifted, the team has shifted, the focus has shifted, and the family, the plan has shifted, the way that I relate to God. And what I did in previous seasons is not what I'm doing with God right now. And what we're doing in marriage is not the same as it was before. It's just is is but I have an openness and a willingness. And I didn't always, especially with this last shift at first i was just completely it's just like that don't even make no sense why would we even do that but just it, the trusting and god being your gps is literally like when you drive somewhere and you're using your gps even though you've been there before you might have been to that destination before you put your gps on to make sure that you bypass detours and traffic and things like that and so in this season i feel like Although I know where the destination may be, like the GPS is so important because I don't know what environments or elements or traffic jams or pullovers or whatever is going to happen in order to get there. So just being open to him being the GPS and not really questioning the turns, you know? That's the key is being open to him of being your GPS, leaning not onto your own understanding, right? And we acknowledge and trust in him here direct your path okay yeah. scripture <laughs> that is that is that is a key thing you know um years ago the lord taught me um, through a change and shift also that to re rely on him and trust him you know i was in a state of, of um, being elevated from one area of my career to another and i will say that i became somewhat complacent and the mission that I was trying to accomplish was was not the mission that God gave me to accomplish, right? 
So all that to say is that in, in that current job state, everything was being turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And I could not understand. I was like, God, right? Your plan is not for me to be miserable and not for me to be unhappy, right? So why is this happening? Anytime I would pray to the Lord to have a great day and, and just basically detail how I wanted my day to go, he would grant that. It would be the best day ever. Then when I would pray to him and I would say, Lord, above all things, let your will be done in my life today, in my work life. And that would be the most miserable day ever. Right. And I couldn't understand. Mm. Uh, but through that path, I still trusted him, even though I questioned and said, I don't understand. Do you want me to hate this? But throughout that process, I realized that through the pressure <laughs> that was being applied to me, that it forced me to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It forced me to seek change where in, in some instances and in positions that I applied for, I would probably would not have based on qualifications. Mm-hmm. But I was able to land those uh, land a position that I did not qualify for at all mm-hmm. um, that God already had in store for me. One key thing that Maggie said is that David, the minute that it was an internal uh, position, she said, the minute you applied for this, and I never met her before, just through reputation, she knew me. She said, the minute you applied for this, I already knew I was going to hire you, no matter what your qualifications uh, have or whatever your qualifications were. So that let me know that through being uncomfortable, through that pressure, I was like, look, I'm applying to every and everything, every and anything, because I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So you have to trust in the Lord. You can't just um, lean on your own understanding. If you do see some pressure being handled in certain, certain situations, you need to take a step back and say, okay, Lord, what are you showing me? Yeah. Am I out of season here? Or is what we are doing, maybe if it's in your marriage, what we're doing as a couple, this isn't working, right? It doesn't mean God is saying, okay, get up and run away. Mm-hmm. But it's, okay, what we're doing is not working. It's not tools. We need new tools. We, in order for us to reach where you have us, right, to have a marriage ministry or whatever it is, mentor the couple. I think he prophesied. What was that? Yeah, what's the prophecy? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you know, as we bring this podcast for a landing, I think for me, the most important thing that I learned in 2023 is that your your emotions, your feelings, especially as a Christian, because we always say, like, it don't matter how you feel. Your emotions, your feelings, what's happening in your environment, um, all of that matters. And it's not really for you to just figure it out by yourself, but it is something that you need to take to the Lord because the, the Lord desires for you to be happy, to be healthy, to be wealthy, to experience peace, all of those things. And when that stuff is not available to you, it doesn't necessarily mean run away from it, but it does mean that you need to seek him. Maybe you're in the wrong environment. Maybe it is out of season. You know, me particularly, I had a situation where I had a certain level of clients that I used to love to work with. And they started to irritate me, just being honest. Um, I didn't really have the oil for that specific group. And so that doesn't mean that I needed to just throw the whole business away. It just meant that there was a pivot. It meant that um, maybe 
there is a difference. And because as you grow, your clientele changes. And so, you know, the things that I wanted, the people I wanted to work with five years ago, are not necessarily the same people I will work with in the same capacity this year. Not that I'm not for this woman, but it's a different stage of that woman because I am at a different stage. And so it just, it really, it really is a time to look at your emotions, look at your feelings, look at how you're responding, look at your environment. It may be comfortable, but is it in alignment in this season with where God is taking you and what he wants to do in your life? And if it is not, this is the time to seek. And this is the time to trust and to be okay with being uncomfortable. And the first step that we did was to fast. We fasted for God to show us what what paths were for us. Because there are many paths that you can take that are the permissive will of God. But the perfect will of God is the path that is carved out for you. And I'll just say this. It's 2024. You could have been born in slavery time. You could have been born in um, doing World War One. You could have been born uh, in the Great Depression. You could have been born before slavery time, but you were born at such a time as this. So that means that there's specifically something that God has placed in, in you, not just in you for the people that are around you now, but for this time and for this season. It is your job to find out what that is. And it is your job to make sure that when you leave here, you have fulfilled that mandate and that mission. And that what this is that those are the things that I learned from 2023 to make sure that I'm committed to those. What about you? Uh, <laughs> definitely learning is you have to be intentional about where you're going. Right? So as you seek the Lord and as He reveals things to you. It's not just to FYU and to say, okay, cool, and and that's it. You have to make sure that you're in alignment, make sure that you're putting in the work, you're doing the work, you're implementing those things, and that by the end of this year, 2024, you should be a different person and more elevated than how you started this year because you're going to have the tools, listen to this podcast, you're going to have guidance and direction from the Lord. And you have the main thing is to stay committed, stay committed to that road. Things are going to come up, right? We're going to have obstacles um, throughout and along the way. The key is that you continue to stay the path. And by the end of 2024, as you go into 2025, are you going to look back and feel accomplished and say, you know what? This was a great pivot this year. I'm exactly where the Lord um, spoke, right? And mm-hmm. said that I should be, because as he sees guiding and directing me and following me, and I'm being obedient. So you're perfectly in alignment to where you need to be. And that's really my goal. And that's what I see from 2023 to 2024. Just making sure that, that I stay in alignment and stay committed to everything that God tells me to do, that I do it right away. No delay. Yeah. Just Delayed obedience is still disobedience. disobedience. Hey, that's right. You have to do it right. So let me ask you something. Um, This is like just question because I'm I'm gonna close out with this question for myself. What is your mantra or your word or the thing that you're focusing on in this season? And what scripture are you standing on? The thing that I'm focusing 
uh, specifically this season is it's just radical obedience. Radical obedience is seizing, staying in front of, of the Lord's face, seeing ex exactly where he wants me to be in position and me to be. And you know, for me, I feel like this, this season is a is a run season. And mm -hmm. I got my I got my running shoes on. Yeah, a season ago. Listen, and I, I'm running and putting my head down and focusing on, on what the Lord shows me. Yeah. So I can make sure that I continue to be in position with him. And key scriptures that said it's really leaning not onto my own understanding. Um in those times and spaces where you know, I have things happening around me and shifting and I find myself speaking out loud and saying, Lord, I don't understand. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't understand. I don't see um, where this is going. I don't see how this is benefiting, right? But then in those moments, it's just reciting and saying, but I'm going to trust in you. I'm not going to lean on to my own understanding. I'm going to trust that you are guiding me and uh, just ask for strength in those moments and continue forward. Because I know the end, as he has always done, once you reach the end, you will be able to look back and say, aha, Okay, that's what you were doing. I couldn't see it in that moment. I can see it now. So knowing that you know, he doesn't think as we think, right? His mind is not of our mind. His ways are not of our ways. So just trusting that, okay, you have a great master plan. The king of kings anyway, right? God of gods, Lord of lords. I trust you that when this all is said and done, that you have the master plan already planned it. And as everything has already been, sermon written, we just have to do our part to reach there, which is staying in the minority. I, 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 you just made me think about um, one time I was at an event and I was speaking and I thought I was there to pour out to the people. And um, we were actually touching and agreeing for a breakthrough, you and I, for our family. And um, there was a group of of women that were going around, um, they had, they were doing, they were miming and acting out different things for that um, Christian program. And um, they had, the, what they said was before they had the event, they had wrote, written out these index cards and there were different scriptures that the Lord told them to write out to give to the women that were at the event. And, um, I thought that they were going to bypass the speaker's table. But the young lady that had the, the, the list of cards, she would get to a person. You see, she was praying, and then she would pull out one, and each one had a different scripture. And I was trying to look it up just now, but in that, um, while they were walking around, the one that they handed me was from the book of Numbers. I don't even remember um, what scripture it was, but it said, remember when I did it before. Remember when I did it before. And um, just, and it was written in crayon and it went along with their program. And like, that was exactly what I needed to hear in that time because I knew that the Lord had did something similar to what we were standing and, and you know, standing and touching the brand for him to do. He had done it before. 
And, you know, although that was written the day before, that's why you had to be obedient to God. Because I needed to hear that right at that moment. And I actually saved it. I still have the card. Remember when I did it before? And it was a scripture that was back in it. And it just was like, he got this. He going to do this. And so, you know, for me, my scripture that I'm standing on this year, with, with the word that I'm standing on or, or is, is preparation. Preparation. I feel, you know, that preparation not only 90% of um, people, I mean, only 10% of people actually prepare. They do. Um, and their presentations are different. How they dress is different. How they show up is different. Their timeliness is different. The level of excellence is different. And so for me, preparing for everything is extremely important because when we are anointed, we just want to go up and show up and, and, and show up based on what we carry. But when, if we're going to do it excellent, excellently, we have to prepare. So preparation is my keyword. And then my scripture is, I got it tattooed on myself, 43, Isaiah 43, 19. I believe that God is doing a new thing in this season and that it shall spring forth. Um, and that he's going to create rivers in the desert. So he's going to cause um, the earth to respond in a way that is not even its character to respond in. Um, as long as I'm in position, as long as I'm prepared. So um, those are the things that I'm standing on for this year. You know, guys, if you don't have a mantra for the year, and if you don't have a, a scripture that you're standing on, my suggestion would be to get in, in God's face. We are kingdom people. And no, everything is not super spiritual. But if you are a kingdom woman or a kingdom man, you need to go and talk to the manufacturer about what kind of year this is going to be and how you need to get ready. And so I would suggest that you begin to read your word, that you begin to spend time with God, even if it's 10 minutes a day, even if you were doing it for a while and you got away from it. Um, you know, the Lord orders his, his children's steps. And so you should not be taking steps if you haven't tapped into the GPS. And if you are if you are in a place where you're not really able to hear, maybe it's time to turn your plate down. Fast for three days, fast for one day. Um, do something to make sure that you hear your father because you're going to need him to navigate through this season that the world is going through and these changes that you are going through. And you cannot just rely on what you're seeing on the news or what your business coach is telling you, or what your friends are saying. You need your father to, to share something with you. You got something? I ain't seen my mantra, but some I throw out there. What do I always say? What? Oh no. What did God say? Oh, this this the famous that's how he responds to me when I don't want to do stuff. So <laughs> mantra if you if you ever doubt yourself, you ever feel that you're not equipped, if you ever feel that you don't have the tools, right? You can't see a way out. Whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, just really ask yourself what did God say? Because we see things through our eyes and through our caramelizing ways. Mm -hmm. It is the same thing as trusting the Lord with all your heart, right? Leaning not only on understanding what did God say. We're a people of faith. What did God say? If we are letting Him guide and direct us and we're trusting in Him, what did He say? And you'll find in those moments that you can. You can. Conquer the lights, you can move mountains. 
you simply just shift your mindset into what they got said, which is whatever you're thinking, right? Whatever thoughts you're having that are frustrating you to step back. You really position yourself to start thinking that way, what they got said. In that situation, it probably is going to go against uh, those thoughts, right? And you can muster up that, that courage to say, you know what, I'm going to trust and believe that what God said is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to float in that. If he said that I'm going to be this, or I'm going to get this position, I'm going to buy this house or whatever it is, I'm going to be able to progress. If he said that, then he ain't no liar. And so if he said it, okay, let me pull back, regroup, and see, make sure I'm in alignment and keep working the plan that he put in place for me. That's good. That's good. Um, the early, earlier this year, not earlier this year, but a couple of weeks ago, I um, wrote out a list of promises that God made me that I haven't seen yet. And I prayed before, um, be like projects and stuff. I prayed before I wrote it down. As I was writing, there were some things that seemed out of season, like the season passed. But when I first started the list, the first few things that came to my heart, man, those were things that it's like I knew that God wanted to bring to pass. I may have forgotten about them. So maybe that's something that you bring before the Lord, too. We want to thank you guys for getting on this podcast today. Um, it was really um, just a conversation that we need to have sometimes, a real conversation as we're, you know, thinking about being believers, uh, embracing change and adjusting and um, it's often not just what you're doing that matters, but how you do it, how you embrace it, how you adjust to it. And, um, you know, a lot of times God is what that shaking is something that allows God to bring new character out of the, out of us. Um, this book that I'm reading called Mantle for Greatness by um, Apostle Joshua Giles. One of the things that he talks about is that the olives from the olive tree. Um, if you shake them, they release a poison into the olive and they can no longer be. I mean, if you if you pick them, a poison is released into the olive and it can no longer be used. So a lot of times when when an olive is ripe, ripe and ready, the tree is shaken so that it can still be used. But there is a shaking that's a part of the process. And so that is the change. That is the change for us. Um, God is not the world is not going to handpick us and say, you're ready for this. But oftentimes when we feel the shaking, that's when God is requiring us to 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 make some adjustments because it feels like we're falling, but we're just being used in a different way. You know, so thank you guys for getting on this podcast. I'll see you next week on the Proverbs 31 Boss podcast. And I want to thank my husband for getting impromptu. Listen, embracing change, impromptu. I just asked him to get on and we are on. So I just want to thank God for this man right here, for being my covering and my best friend. And um, just so grateful about what God is going to do going into this new year. You guys um, seek the Lord, get instructions. Do not enter into 2022, um, 2024, how you entered into 2023. Make sure you have the blueprint as much as you can and make sure God is ordering your steps. You guys be blessed. I'll see you next week.
Thank you so much for listening to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. To join the movement, you can join our inner circle. You can follow us on Instagram or you can join our email list for daily and weekly tips on how you can really become a Proverbs 31 Boss. I enjoyed spending this time with you and I pray that what was shared was both edifying to your spirit and instructional for your daily life. I'll see you back next week on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast.